Welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And this week we are joined by a very special guest, Lexa Graham. Hello. How's it going? <laughs> we're doing it. And this week we are covering Air Buds. <laughs> That's right. You guys, it's audience choice time for September. Uh, you guys voted. Uh, this ran away with it. For over 40% of the vote. Uh, so... Uh, we're doing uh, the childhood classic, Dogs Playing Basketball, Air Bud. So if for those of you who haven't seen Air Bud, um, or maybe you have and you don't remember, uh, <laughs> let's, let's dive into the, the plot line of this movie. The plot line is essentially uh, this clown, down on his luck, has a dog. Uh, to be fair, does not treat that dog very well. Loses that dog. Family finds the dog. Uh, they keep said dog. Fight this man and say, you cannot have this dog. The boy then tries to get rid of the, collects the dog from the man, tries to get rid of him in the weirdest way possible. Set, sets him free. But sets, yes. um, All right. We're going to discuss that. Uh, sets him free. We'll say. And um, then the dog comes back. And then for some reason, in a movie where it's supposed to be a dog playing basketball, we don't see that until what, like minute, like over the hour at least. I would say, like <laughs> you have to wait forty five minutes to see this dog play fucking basketball. Yeah, and um, and then for some inexplicable reason, and something else I would like to dive into, this movie ends at a courthouse. Oh, <laughs> that is bonkers. Uh, but it, it, it's. It's so nuts, this movie. I have so many thoughts about it. But before we before we get into the... Uh, well, anytime we have a guest, we do like to ask, uh, Lexa, what is your relationship with this movie? Do you have one? With this movie? Um, I think I must have watched it when I was younger. Um, but I'm mixing it up with all of the other uh, animal movies from the 90s. I think that was like a popular genre. Like there were like those monkey movies. MVP, yep. MVP, Most Valuable Primate. <laughs> Dunstan checks in. The, <laughs> the Beethoven series. I was definitely into Beethoven more than I was Airbud, Wishbone. Just like the 90s was full of like... Whoever was a like a animal actor person in the '90s was eating well in the '90s. I think those yeah. dogs were making so much money. Those animals were making so much money. I just it <laughs> baffles me how many there were. Well, and and speaking of that, you're absolutely right. Like it was a whole genre. I remember yeah. that I worked in a, a movie store. There was like a whole shelf in the family sh section. Like that's why I know all those names. Dunstan checks in. Most valuable primate. Yeah. Like all of these. Uh, yeah, were those two uh, separate franchises? They with were monkeys? hotel for dogs. Um, <laughs> but like, what what blew me away about this is the movie starts and it's like this is an Airbud production. Like we yeah. are a production house. That they is knew it was going to be a hit. They yeah, knew this is that crazy genre. Um, so I guess who who do you guys clock as the villain of this? Well, I, I obviously believe that the villain is Norm the clown. The clown. <laughs> Yeah. Although I will say that uh, when I was writing notes for this, as we did, um, I was definitely like, oh, uh, white suburban moms are definitely the villain in this, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Who yeah. hires a clown for their children? Who hires the worst clown for their children for a birthday party? Mm, not not anyone I would consider a hero. Okay? Also, like, this movie has, uh, speaking of that, so, like, right off the top, it's, like, we see the cl the clown is the first person we see in this movie, which I was so confused about. It is terrifying because this movie starts with just like a shot of the horizon, and then this creepy clown head rises up above this hill, and you just see this. Uh, well, the there actor, was a bird. There was a bird. There, oh, there was a bird that they kept cutting back to for some reason. I didn't. Understand. There was no wrap up to that storyline. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that at all. There's a little goldfinch hanging around. I don't know if that like, represents the, like, the soul like, of his dead father. Uh, is this like a canary in the coal mine situation? Like, do I have to, like, look out for, like, a warning sign? I was, like, so confused. Uh, but the other thing that was really freaky for me when this movie started, so I was like, ooh, clowns, that immediately gets your willies up. Um, but then for some reason, 
when I started playing this, the French version started playing. Same! That exactly <laughs> happened to us. <laughs> that did exactly happen to us. Yeah, okay. Because on Amazon, they only have the French version. Well, no, they don't. Because if you go and look in the people also watch, there is an English language version of Air Bud in there. It is the most bizarre thing. But like to have this creepy clown come out and then just be like, uh, the French... Uh, I don't speak French, so I apologize <laughs> to Rebecca. But it's like in this like heavy French accent, being like anything can happen in this town. And you're like, this is uh, this is the wrong movie right <laughs> off the bat. This is this is not fun. Yeah, that was very jarring. And I was like, I guess we're watching it in French. But luckily, uh, we are were able to find a illegal stream. Let's say. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. The clown, pretty, uh, uh, pretty creepy. Uh, then, of course, the, the guy finds it. it I, do we want to, like, I just, I have such a hard time figuring out where to start with this because uh, start, it's insane. Let's, we're starting with a man down on his luck, okay? He is, he has sunk every last dollar he has <laughs> into a failing business, okay? And a failing clown, could my heart not go out to more? Of course, okay? <laughs> and what am I if not a failing clown? I understand this. Okay, absolutely. Okay, my heart goes out to this man, to a certain degree, okay? Um, I, I, I do believe that he should not end up with this dog, okay? But I believe the way that this has gone down is very weird. Um, and I, I do believe this is a guy this guy okay here's here's the weird argument i want to pitch here i think this guy might have some sort of medical condition i think he has like an inner ear infection or something this guy is not balanced okay <laughs> this guy has no spatial awareness and it's ruining his life okay it has made everything in his life a disaster okay he keeps he, he, he flails around in a way I've never seen a human being flail around. Okay, this guy needs to go to the doctor, but he can't because he lives in America and he has no money. Okay, this is this guy's down on his luck. Okay, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm pitching. Um, you should uh, never hit an animal. <laughs> that, I'm, I'm just going to say that, just just obviously. Um, uh, yeah. Would it, would, Craig, oh, you want to you want to jump in there, Craig? You, are you okay. about to tell me we never see him do that? Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, we never see him actually threaten the animal. What he does do is he verbally threatens an animal, which is fine. I do that to my cat all the time because it doesn't understand it. I go, "You stupid son of a bitch! Uh, <laughs> what are you doing, you stupid cat?" Because I'm saying it nicely so the animal doesn't perceive it. Like, I, I, does this guy treat the dog the nicest? No. Uh, but we do, I will point out we never see him be intentionally uh, violent towards the dog. Okay, but is that because he isn't? Or is that because otherwise at the end of the movie they could not say no animals were hurt during the production of this movie? Because if he puts the dog on screen... Then people are going to be like, there was that other dog movie recently where, like, there was some viral video. About oh, the, yeah. They were, like, weirdly drowning the dog, and then... The dog, yeah, the dog, they were, like, throwing dogs into rapids and things. Yeah. Like, it was very clear that the dog did not want to do it. Yeah. 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 And then... And that's yeah. the crazy thing, and I, I think I've said this before about animals in movies and movies and, and things like that, which is you're always a little worried that they're being exploited or they're doing things that they don't want to do. Um... And dogs I have such a hard time with because sometimes a dog just wants to do that thing. Like, there is nothing... Like, it is the happiest thing in the world. Have you ever seen Super Dogs? Is this another 90s movie with No, dogs? this is a live performance. Uh, they do things at, like, the CNA, the expo, like, fairs and, like, halftime shows at football and stuff like that. But it's all rescued dogs. And uh, they do tricks. But these dogs are rescues and they've just been trained to do this and some of them just don't do it well and they just like run around and have fun and it's the cutest thing you've ever seen because you're immediately like this dog wants to be doing that because if it didn't want to be doing that it would run away like that other dog currently is <laughs> right <laughs> like there's trainers chasing him down on the field and stuff so like I don't know I'm, I'm pretty okay with uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty okay with the, the... I think Air Bud is having a damn good time in this. Let me just say that. Well, it was three different dogs, and I could absolutely... 
telling their friends. (laughs) Lex and I watched this movie together and because we bubbled together and Lexa would not stop going on. She's like, no, very clearly. And she kept pointing out which one was different and which specific dog it was. And it was fucking destroying me. It was so funny. There were three different dogs. There was the old dog that were like, okay, he's clearly the one that does the tricks and then probably doesn't get featured in many other movies because he's very old. Then there was the pretty dog, and then there was the dog with very wide set eyes. <laughs> oh, for like the sad shots? No, for a lot of shots that they just brought in a dog that I'm like, okay, there's clearly no white around its muzzle, but its eyes are so much farther apart than the original two dogs. <laughs> It was driving her nuts. It was so funny. Lexa, you were killing me with that. You were absolutely killing me. I was like, me. how are they passing off the, that these are the same dogs? It's clearly not the same. And I'm not a dog person. I'm not a dog person or a movie person. So this is like really interesting for me. <laughs> Weirdly enough, I am a dog person and I did not. Uh, wow. I did not clock that they are different dogs. Maybe maybe because you watched a bootleg version. It's cut together <laughs> from other movies. Maybe. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I do feel my my whole note on this entire movie though was like the the thing that bothered me the most. I was like, this is clearly a movie, or this is a movie where a clearly trainable dog runs around setting off Rube Goldberg machines. Like, <laughs> there's no way that this dog is causing that much chaos because. Yes, that's I, I had that so many times in my notes. I was like, what kind of crowd, okay, starts losing their minds when a dog starts running and everyone in the crowd starts chasing it? I was like, I've never seen this before in my life, that birthday party scene. I'm like, who, who would, re- it's a dog. Like, who would react in this manner of a dog just kind of running around a little bit? Okay, and... Listen, and the, a little bit is like understating it. Like it kind of runs underneath the table. Yes, and like then it's the, so <laughs> casual. It's like watching a dog do what a dog does. <laughs> it's like look at this dog, dog. Everybody is freaking out. Okay, I, I, the, the, okay. The one I have the biggest problem with is is the paint scene. Okay, it's the uh, Renault scene. One hundred percent. I'm so glad you brought that up. Who? Who? Leaves that many cans of paint open. You have a toddler. You have On a ladders. toddler. On top of ladders. <laughs> you have you have a toddler. You have one. Okay, you have one. And you have a kid. Like, how old is this kid supposed to be? Not that old either. Ten, maybe? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's say, let's cut the difference. Let's say 11 years old. This is not... You know what I mean? Have you met an 11-year-old boy? They're all weird. They're they're growing into their body. They're figuring it out. None of these people can control what's going on, really. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, also, there are, like, a lot of different colors of paint, I think. I feel like I yes. remember. And I was like, uh, what color are you paint? I don't... She doesn't strike me as someone who would paint a room several different colors. Yeah. Well, she's not doing an accent wall. This single mother with two yeah. kids. Who I think they implied is working two jobs at one point. Um, but she, like yeah, she's moonlighting. Yes. She's like, yeah. So she can live in a fucking mansion, yeah. like buy a smaller house. <laughs> like <laughs> that was the biggest house. That was such a big house. I'm like, okay, so I'm watching this rich kid. Okay. He finds this dog, feeds it way too much fucking pudding, a criminal. Oh. Amount of pudding. Okay. Oh. A- criminal amount of pudding. Yeah, I'm like, where's the dog diarrhea science? Like, scene. Thank you. (laughs) That was clearly cut from the movie. All three dogs just having so much diarrhea after eating 30 pudding cups. 30 pudding cups and then just cans of SpaghettiOs. Like, (laughs) like, uh, oh, do do you know how sensitive a dog's digestion track is? Like, Here's, here's how it's been described to me. It's because dogs, like, have grown up to be, like, hunters and scavengers, right? Like, yes, they will hunt a food, but they're also, like, if I see a deer dead on the side of the road, I'm going to fucking eat it because that's what dogs do. But in a response to that, any second anything irritates their stomach a little bit, their go-to response is abandon ship. Like, it is their body decides to purge everything both ends and that's like a protective thing so dogs eating fucking buckets of spaghettios is going forget the paint cans that dog is painting the house you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Rebecca's giving me a look like that's the grossest thing. Painting <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's pretty nasty. <laughs> I also wanted to point out about that scene though is um, there's all these open cans of paint. We've pointed out they're different cans of paint. They're on top of ladders for no reason, but the mother is not currently painting when this all goes down. And She's bringing in the, the groceries. She has gone to the grocery store leaving open paint everywhere and this dog just kind of nicely trots around knocking it all over. It's <laughs> trying to find the basketball. It's I will say that plays well. Uh, that dogs there are dogs that just respond to like one thing. Oh yeah, you mean in the sense of like okay. So I believe this was something that Lex and I talked about prior to this about or maybe it was somebody else about um, which which sports would be believable for a dog to play. Okay, yeah. which sports would those be? And personally, I don't think we should have started with basketball. That's a hard one. You know what which, I mean? Yeah. I would, honestly, I'm team volleyball. I'm team oh, volleyball. That's a, that's a softer ball. That's a that's softer a, ball. That's a softer ball. Nose. That's a smaller space this, this uh, dog has to take care of. Okay, and it's literally like, just volley it to the dog, the dog hits it over. This is all very believable. And I would believe that a dog might have the ability of an 11-year-old child that plays volleyball. True. You know what I mean? Every time they showed an image of that dog, like, palm, like, just with its mouth being like, oh, I'm just going to put this entire basketball in my mouth. I was like, that is so unbelievable. Even, like, did you see how deflated it was every time that it would grab onto? It's just like, just grabbing onto this deflated ball, and then all of a sudden we're supposed to assume that this dog can try and grab a ball from another player. Like, th- that it's actually, like, getting it somehow. I, I, I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> which, brings us, which brings us to the, uh, the other villain of this movie, I think, uh, which is the now famous line, um, there's no rule that dogs can't play basketball. <laughs> I believe you had a lot of good points on this, Lexa. You might want to touch on a few of these school rules. <laughs> I mean, how big can that manual be? Like, how many things can they possibly be like, yeah, no, we never considered this was going to be a problem. It's like, um, I watch a lot of hockey, or I used to back in the day, and uh, I don't know if anyone else does, there's now the Sean Avery rule. So there's basically a rule named after this guy, so you, you try and block the goalie so he can't see anything, but Sean Avery would turn himself to the goalie instead of like following the play and just block the goalie that was his only job oh, and then they okay. were like fuck that you absolutely can't do that because that's cheating even though it was never in the rule book so mm. i'm just like so you're saying the sequels are unbelievable <laughs> I mean. they, they, they would have written a rule in right after this game like okay so dogs can't play basketball does Too everyone big. in the country have to like update their rule book to be like okay also animals that are human can't sub in to a basketball game no, no no here was actually i didn't have much of a problem it's not in the rule book yeah that makes sense where did that jersey come from? They had it pre-made for him. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I, I thought the same thing, Lexa, and then there is actually an explanation for it. So they did have him come and do the halftime show that one time. So presumably they had presumably they had time True. to have that made and and he he's wearing sneakers which I thought was so fucking cute. And I'm like, have you ever seen a dog walk in sneakers cuz it's not cute. They do they're not coordinated. They hate it. Oh, yeah, they do the high step thing. It's yeah. Hilarious. I love it. I would but, actually love to see that in the movie where yeah. he was just like high falutin stepping. You know? No, no, get it off. Um, to counter that, though, I will say, have you ever seen a dog walk on hardwood floors? Uh, <laughs> it's a bit of a, uh, one or the other kind of well, thing. Well, we did see mm-hmm. when it was, the dog was scrambling, I would say, to get onto the court and it was just like slipping, slipping, slipping. I'm like, how is this dog ever going to play? I'm like, this dog is going to wipe out everywhere. <laughs> On the basketball court. I don't understand. I'm like, you don't have the... There's not enough little foot paddings. But again, I guess they did uh, have shoes at the end. Because they were like... "Mm." He's got to do it. Um, Yeah, the the other thing I I was thinking about, like, letting a dog play basketball 
is, um, one, how massively unfair that is to the other team. Like, come on. Yeah, you've had your whole other team go out with injuries? Yeah, that's a forfeit. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I play a lot of intramural sports, and if you haven't played half the games, you cannot participate in the finals. Like, that for sure would have been a rule that the other team could have been like, okay, but, like, you can't just have a transfer student. You know what I mean? Right. Which so which is like, exactly <laughs> exactly what happens, too, because the, the bully on the main team ends up playing yeah. for the opposite team at the like, end of the game. I was like, there's rules against that. <laughs> There I are mean, specific this, rules. This does also feel like this is just like inter-school sports. Like there is zero stakes to this whatsoever. Well, they were <laughs> in the papers, and it looked like it was the front page. So I don't think a lot is going on in this town. They got TV. They got TV it. coverage on this. They did. So I'm like, mm, I think it actually is a pretty big deal. Clearly <laughs> for them. Yeah, they should be doing, they should be covering real news, like the destruction of private property for no reason. There is, there is someone out there, yes, that is just wrecking this church for, just, just pushing over fences. Why? Because I wanted to see the water and I wanted to feel alive. You know what I mean? For whatever reason. Okay. That's this kid's, this rich kid, this kid. For sure, one thousand percent could get a basketball net in his uh, in yep. his fucking driveway. Okay, that is the richest house. This woman, all she wants him to do is play basketball. Just get your own net, man. I'm like, Just she has st- two jobs. She's spent clearly hundreds of dollars on paint for no reason, and I forget my third point. But those <laughs> basketball things, those are like four hundred dollars. She could definitely afford it. Yeah, I I do not. Oh my god, I do not understand that at all. Uh, <laughs> this kid, I know. I know. Okay, so the the thing is, is that I get it because like his 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 father is passed. Okay, and that's very you you we got to deal oh, with that. My third right? point was, I'm like, mm, they surely have a pension for the father. Oh, like there's a, there's a death benefit that they're for sure benefiting from. <sighs> Yeah, and this kid's all bummed out. I get it, but like, what? Okay, this is. I get it. Whatever, his dad died. Like, get over it. Whatever. No. Can I just say on that point though, he the way we learned that is he has a framed newspaper article that his dad, a test pilot, died in a crash. (laughs) Who frames that newspaper article? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Who's like, like that's the thing I want up on my wall is the uh, uh. That's in a shoebox under your bed. That's where that is. Okay? That's where that lives and that's where you go when you're feeling really bad. Okay. Also, so maybe he has he has memory problems. He's like he has to wake up and be like, "Oh, right. My dad who was a pilot died in a car cr- or in oh, a crash." But like a 51st date, yeah, only 51st like Yeah, states. He wakes up and he's like, "Oh, I have to be reminded why I'm sad." That's so sad. Oh my god, that's so sad. <laughs> like I'm just imagining that though, Alexa, where it's uh he has that 51st dates thing. But he has to wake up every morning and be explained that not only is his dad a test pilot dead, but he is the owner of a dog who plays basketball. Like, (laughs) to have to explain dog who plays basketball from scratch every morning would be such a burden. I don't know. I feel like an 11-year-old kid would be like, oh, yeah, that tracks. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Especially in the 90s of like, oh, an animal that can uh, do something in a special? Sure, yeah, yeah, I've seen several TV shows about that. Oh, my God. Sorry, you were saying, Rebecca? So here's the thing. Okay, so this this kid's dad has died, okay? He's clearly very vulnerable. What kind of bad, bad parent says, so we're going to give him away at Christmas, <laughs> I understand that it's like a little like, ooh, it's a trick, but I'm like, that is like so like that's so crazy to even suggest it to put it out into the universe. Give this kid that dog, man. Okay? You've just yes. been explaining to every teacher you've talked to that he has a really hard time making friends and his dad just died. Let's not even pretend. Just give the kid the dog, man. <laughs> I so on that point, I wrote this down that I do not blame the mother for one second for saying you can't have a dog. I get that so much. She's a single mother, two kids, working two jobs, moved to a new town. 
a dog is a lot of responsibility. So to say the kid, we can't have a dog right now, I totally get. But Rebecca, to your point, oh, there's a window, right? <laughs> like it can stay tonight, but tomorrow we have to take it to the pound or we'll, we'll, we'll keep it until someone can, else can adopt it. But to be mm-hmm. like, t- two weeks, that's your dog. That's your like, dog. This is bonding, but then we're going to rip apart that bond at the end of two weeks. Enjoy. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I don't even think you can give it a night, to be perfectly honest with you. Like, especially with kids. When you have kids, you can't let this dog be around because the second you do, like, one oh, night, yeah. one week, whatever it is, okay, if it's longer than, like, two hours, you own this dog, okay? Like, or you're really, you're tearing the heart out of a kid that's already had his heart ripped out. That, by the way, is 100% how we've adopted every dog I've ever had growing up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like mom would bring one home and be like, well, you know, we'll just keep it for the night until, like, they find, because, you know, they found it out on the, like, on the road somewhere, so we'll just keep, ca- and then we had it for, like, 12 I years. think your mom just lied to you and wanted to be a hero. <laughs> oh, no, she wanted the dog. dog my mom wanted the dog absolutely it was but i but feel like she maybe like went and got it and was like i found it on the side of the road oh no she found <laughs> it on the side of the road this dog was a road dog oh, okay. uh, <laughs> i'm gonna get into that a little later uh You're this, like this this dog looked disheveled it was yes. from the street yes yes uh had just given birth like it was a vicious vicious animal but I loved it. Oh, lucky. I missed you. I will say that uh, um, you were like, oh, I don't blame the mom at all. The only, the one thing I do blame the mom for is um, when she was talking to the kid, like the youngest kid, like the sister, who, again, my roommate pointed out, why did this, why did we need the sister? The movie could have easily spliced her right out and been the same movie, first of all. Um, but she was like oh, yeah. explaining that Santa was real to like a toddler. And she was like. Santa is as real as, like, love and friendship and justice. I don't know if anyone else clocked that one, but I was like, justice. whoa. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember exactly what she said, but it was, like, along those lines. And I was like, ah, this is a really bad precedent. It was the, yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, because, like, that... Uh, you know, spoiler alert to anybody listening with their kids. Um, that's kind of a house of cards <laughs> that gets brought down at a certain point, you know? Like, what else is not true? Uh. Who? Okay, I'm sorry. I know this is, like, right out of left field. But who has white carpet in their front hallway? That is the most offensive thing. That is so offensive, man. That you keep, That's not planning for life, okay? That's, do, that's doing nothing, okay? White carpet should be in no family's home, period. Okay, <laughs> I don't understand this concept. Clearly, you bought this mansion. You have enough money to rip this up. There's probably great hardwood flooring underneath it, okay? Because that's the case for most carpets. But this absolutely, I, 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 I'm not on board for this woman. I am not on board for this woman. I don't understand the concept of buying a house that big and then we're overworking yourself. That doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me. Downgrade a little bit and then you can just actually like, I don't know, be there and be present for everybody. You know what I mean? Maybe you could feel like you're like, oh, that a dog's not gonna be a problem. Now she does obviously keep the dog, okay? <laughs> she well, she does give it away at one point, right? She gives it back to Norm. Norm shows up. Okay, let's bring it right back around. So Norm shows up and is like, hey, I saw the dog on the news. That's my dog. Okay, I would like my dog back. And it is his dog. Okay, it is technically his dog. Was he driving it to the pound? Yes. <laughs> okay. No, no one was, else knows that. But no. well, Yes, and nobody else knows that. So this is technically still his dog. Okay. Not, and, not only is it his dog technically his dog it's legally his dog he says he has papers and Mm -hmm. he has the papers i mean how do you prove it wet later they're wet later they're wet later they're wet wet. but but the at the start here and okay and here's this scene that kind of bothers me okay because this kid shows up to rescue the dog okay the dog clearly doesn't like this man okay which i can understand as a motivation to try and separate this dog from this man okay i get it like you're having a really good time with this dog. This dog is good-natured. This person shows up. He, this dog is no longer good-natured. That's a pretty good sign that something bad has happened here. But one thing that I don't get is this scene where they have him, they have him tied up, okay, outside, 
All right, which is something that happens to dogs sometimes, okay? You got to conduct your business, right? And it's in this like little mud pit and they're like, "Look at look at this sad dog in this in, in this mud." And I'm like, "You know who loves mud? Dogs." Okay, <laughs> dogs love mud. What is this? You know what I mean? I'm like, "This is his paradise." What I don't understand this at all. And they're like, "Look at this sad dog in the mud." I'm like, that dog, if this dog was any other dog, that dog would be head to toe covered in mud, thrilled. Okay, absolutely thrilled. <laughs> you are so right. I would just love to see a scene where the kid, like, takes him off the chain. He's like, come on, buddy, let's go. And the just, dog just looks at him and, like, digs his head into the ground <laughs> and just, like, <laughs> just wallows in the mud. Oh, so many dogs I know would. Dogs, dogs love rolling in shit way worse than mud. Yes. Like, <laughs> dead fish, something on the side of the road. It's just like, this is joy to me. Pure garbage, man. They will <laughs> rip out the garbage can and just roll around in that shit because it's kind of smelly. Okay, this is not a punishment for this dog. It's not nighttime, okay? it's It seems like it's uh, seasonably nice out, okay? It seems like the weather's okay. It's not yeah, snowing. Yeah, like, it's Christmas and there's no snow. And we're like, yeah. this set? <laughs> this uh, dog's weird, chilling. Weirdly enough, it's in Washington, which there definitely should be. Yeah. It's I was chilly. like, maybe that's why she has white carpets because they're like we don't even get the snow here we have to have something but also in terms of the what the uh carpet stuff that dog was entering through the roof so i don't think that was actually even a big enough deal for her that she's gonna have to clean that much because the dog did not go through the front door very often okay so i know that wasn't that funny in the movie but every time it happened <laughs> every time that dog got on the roof i lost it laughing have you seen that meme of like the guy driving up to his house and he's just yelling like how'd you get on the roof like his dog's just yes. standing on the roof <laughs> i played that for myself every time air bud got on the roof and died laughing <laughs> 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 Every time Airbug got on the roof, I yelled at the screen, how'd you get on the roof? Loved it. <laughs> it was like, it was a big climb. He was like going over some sort of archway. That yeah, was, that looked a little painful for him. I, I was like, dog, I feel bad for this dog. I'm like, clearly it's this hind legs or it's yeah. an old dog. Yeah, yeah. No, you don't want that. Um, and that goes back to my original point. Dog playing with a ball you throw a ball at a dog and it throws it back at you, that dog loves that game. It throws I, it back at you? Well, it, it bites and it, it <laughs> volleys it back. I don't know, shoots it back. I, snaps it. I don't know, know if we have a word for that, do we? Yeah, <laughs> how, do like, you throw, how do you pass a ball back with your mouth? I feel like it's kissing it back to you. Okay. A little bit. <laughs> Just like Just, slightly kissing. Mwah. Mwah. Uh, but uh, every, so I'm fine with a dog because I'm like, a dog would do that for hours on it. Climbing a ladder, I'm always like, ah, I don't think that dog wants to climb a ladder. It doesn't look confident enough. I feel bad for that dog. Yeah, and they're like, we, do we need that montage of it climbing? I'm like, I don't know that we needed it. I think you needed to make it a little bit more easy for that dog to get onto the roof. Yeah, like some boxes or something yeah. that it can hop up on. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe some open cans of paint. I don't know. Whatever floats <laughs> Get that dog on the roof in an easier way. <laughs> Just a, a, a wheelchair lift up to the roof for the dog. Like, I wonder how the dog keeps getting in the house. <laughs> oh, I think man. if that movie was made today, I think that that would be <laughs> would be required. All the animal rights people would be like, you can't do that. Yeah, there are accessibility issues, and you have to make this easier. Man alive. You know what one of the real villains of this whole story is? Um, this school. This is the weirdest <laughs> school. I, I don't know what's going on in this. I don't know if American schools are just so fundamentally different and maybe this is business as usual. Um, well, firstly, obviously, the first coach is a villain point. Okay, point. There's no argument. Um, he's like literally there, abusing a student. Like There he's was very an bad. argument up to a point, but carry up to a point. <laughs> Oh, but once once you saw him throw a basketball at a small child, you were like, oh, all right, well, we're done here. <laughs> I know. We're done. Wrap, wrap it up. Wrap it up. This is very heavy for the middle of an Air Bud movie. Like, I don't... <laughs> uh, this is so out of nowhere. Although, I guess his dad did die. Yeah, this movie is strangely it's, heavy. It's all <laughs> over the place. So, so speaking about that original coach, because this is the first time I've ever seen Air Bud. Um, what a treat. Uh, 
And so I'm kind of watching this from like, okay, villain's perspective. And I'm like this coach. So first of all, the kid shows up to the basketball tryouts. But because he's the new kid, he doesn't feel confident enough to actually play. So clearly he doesn't make the team. And the coach is coming, coming, kind of coming across as being a bit of a, a hard ass, right? Like, we're here to win, and we work hard, and we win. But then he kind of turns to the kid, and he goes, oh, you're the new kid. I see that you weren't confident enough to try out. But being included is obviously uh, nice, so I'm going to just recruit you as my general manager, which I thought was very nice. So I'm like, okay, this is going to be the coach that's kind of the tough love, but I'm actually trying to include you. And like, you know, clearly sports are for everybody, that kind of message. And then that fucking ball scene where he's just whipping basketballs at a crying kid and you go, oh, oh, this came out of, no way. <laughs> mm. No, no, no. They decided like halfway through the movie, they're like, okay, now you're evil. You're yes. just straight up evil. Are you? No, 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 no. No, we got to back this up a little bit because there's a couple of points where I hard disagree with this guy before we were even whipping balls. Okay. Firstly, um, you cannot make children do the laundry of other children. This is simply, ma- this is madness. Okay, this is this is madness. And and honestly, I was a little surprised because like um, we have the, the, the second coach, okay? When the second coach comes in, Arthur, okay? Yeah. He's supposed to be like this, he's the good guy, right? But he's also the guy that looked at this kid doing laundry and was like, cold water, kid. I'm like, <laughs> if I'm a teacher, I would have intervened. I would have been like, um, excuse me, wh- what's happening here and why are you doing laundry? Okay. Yeah, it's like totally normal that there's a child in the boiler room where you in should this, never be. In the weirdest basement I've ever seen. of a what, Alone, <laughs> without his parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just engineer on this door. Like, there's, there's a lot of weird things going on here. I uh, did look up if school engineer was a thing and I'm like, I still have no answers. I've never heard of a school engineer. I don't know what that job is. I I kind of interpreted that as, like, takes care of the boiler, which, like, wouldn't be a janitor necessarily. I would like, say it's, you like, the I mean? maintenance guy. Yeah, he's the maintenance guy is what maybe what we would call it. Engineer is a weird term for that, but I let, I let I that was like, Yeah, I was like, mm, me. Yeah. <laughs> And there's, okay, so there's one other point I would like to bring up with this coach that I thought was very odd, okay? And another reason why I do not like this school, because it seems like business as usual, and that's pretty casual. Um, when, uh, When our main character, he gets a letter in his locker... That's supposed to be like private try. You've been invited to a private tryout. Um, When he shows up with that, the coach doesn't say like, oh, like that doesn't exist or that's not what we do or whatever. He says, you weren't supposed to get that. Okay. Which means that this is a thing that exists to this coach. And I ask you, what public school okay, is only letting a couple of kids try. It should be everybody. It should be open to everybody. Who on the, in their right mind doesn't open it up to the whole school, especially when apparently all of your students can get injured so easily? <laughs> Let's make this team a little bigger, maybe. I don't know. Like, I don't know what the rules are exactly, but there's there's something that has to happen here where everybody's included and you're not a cult where you're putting little notes in students' lockers about private tryouts. But it's they very already odd. had had the tryout. Like, he was there for, like, the first tryout. This was, like, a weird second secret tryout for all the kids who were too... Like, I didn't understand that at all. Oh, like, uh, they, they very briefly mentioned that they lost some kids because, like, they moved to Canada. Like, that, that was thrown out there. Because I caught it because they're like, this kid moved to Canada. I don't know why you would ever do that. I'm like... <laughs> I mean, you're in fucking Puget Sound, Washington. Like, you're... <laughs> no, you're, anytime... You're spitting different distance from Vancouver. Like, just... They would move th- for a job? I don't know. Like, mm, no, anytime like an American says... I would never move to Canada. I'm like, good. <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't. Don't do it. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's like, I'm never going to come and drink at your bar. Fine. <laughs> 
Ooh. Yeah, I <laughs> love when people time. say that on the yeah. way out. It's always on the way out when they're like, yeah. I'm never, I'm never coming back here. And in your, you're like, oh, that's so great. Thank you. Keep pouring that's, that warm, beautiful feeling over me while you say that. Delicious. You don't understand. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for giving me exactly what I require. Yeah, I think this is the weirdest school of all time. Okay, I don't I, I don't like the way they conduct business. Also, I'm sorry, Michael Wolf Jordan. <laughs> did we spend no time? We spent no time. No time. Okay. Whoever wrote that should stop writing. Okay. Because Absolutely. you spent zero, zero minutes on that. <laughs> you know who spent slightly more than zero minutes on it? I did. Here we go. <laughs> uh, contemporary of Michael Jordan, played on the same team, Scotty Puppin. Done. Mm, much better. Scottie Nailed Puppin. it. Yes, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Ro- this, is a, this is not as good one, but Dennis Rodman. Dennis Dogman is better than Michael yes. Wolf Jordan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was, I was thinking Podman, like Paw, the Paw mm-hmm. oh, dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also had Steve Kerr as Steve Gurr. You know, like, it's, <laughs> we're stretching a little bit, but I this is literally 30 seconds of looking up the cast of The Last Dance and making yeah, dog on it. Like, just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we needed more. Okay, we needed a little Michael more effort there, team. Wolf, Wolf Jordan. Jordan. That was like their, yeah, he's a regular Michael Wolf Jordan. Oh, that was that was 6 p.m. at the end of the day in that writer's room, and they were like, wrap it, wrap it up. It's good. It's good. Send it out. Like, <laughs> It almost feels like it's like that's a first draft. Just put something in there yeah. as a placeholder, and we'll come back, and then yeah. it just never got revised. They just forgot. The the actors should just improvise that one. Just make up something better on the fly. These are professionals. Or somebody made the pitch. They're like, it's for kids. It's fine. They don't care. And it's like, yeah, they kind. I feel like some of them kind of care. (laughs) Well, and I'm so glad that you brought that up, Rebecca, because my takeaway of this movie, seeing it as the first time as an adult, was it's not a great movie. It's kind of bad. It's super silly. But I also was like, it's not bad for a kids movie yeah oh yeah i think we forget that there's just a genre of movie that parents aren't supposed to like Like Mm -hmm. pixar Pixar and shrek and all those movies ruined kids movies for adults because they're too good yeah but if i watched this as a a 10 11 year old boy i'd be like this is great dog plays basketball clown falls down oh this is the height of (laughs) this is the height of physical comedy are you kidding me Clown almost drowns, weirdly. That was a weird dark point where we're like, is that clown okay? Yeah, like, is he dead? Because people have died this way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Some people have for sure died in cars. Please show him coming up from the water. (laughs) That's what I said. (laughs) I was like, I know you think it's funny for a uh, car with everything falling off of it all of a sudden to just plunge into the water. Um, But, like... I was like shouting at the TV, please let us see him surface because otherwise that clown is dead. <laughs> like I, I, th- I thought that was going to be the end of it. I thought like we don't see the clown again for the rest of the movie. He just goes into the lake. Isn't that funny? And we carry on with the basketball thing. But imagine it was like a Freddy Krueger situation or like one of those horror movies where you're like, you don't see the body. And then you think the clown is dead, and then the clown comes back on the last day, and you're like, oh my god, we thought just, you were dead. Just takes a hard left turn into the clown zombie And then it horde. has like a hatchet, and then everyone dies. That would actually yeah. be uh, an interesting, uh, fun movie. Air <laughs> Bud right at the end just leaps through yeah. the air and grabs the hatchet from yeah. his hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Saves the day. Oh my and, god. Like, hacks the clown to bits. Yeah, yeah. that would be a great yeah. movie. <laughs> He throws the hatchet and the dog jumps up and does its, uh, it kisses it back to him. Just <laughs> <laughs> spirals into oh his skull. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. So can we talk about how, okay, so when this, when the, when the kid retrieves the, uh, when Josh retrieves this, this dog back, okay. Yes. His instinct is not to just either work it out with his mom, like, we're going to get this dog to another family, we're going to find it another home, we're going to find a place where it can get cared for. Instead, I'm going to leave this dog in the what, what I would call the woods, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, where there's bears and shit. 
<laughs> I'm just going to leave them here. There are no pudding cups. There are no pudding cups. There's no food here for this dog. Um, This dog that clearly requires assistance to live. Um, And I'm just going to leave him here, and I'm going to get on a ferry, and this dog's almost going to drown itself trying to come back to me. Um, This was not the way to do this. (laughs) Now, to be fair, he did give the dog a basketball. (laughs) (laughs) That was his parting gift to the dog. That whole scene, though, was so And that'll sustain it, yeah. Yeah. Like, like Kat came in uh, halfway, like, on that scene as I was watching it, and she's like, mm. what is going on? Just a kid yelling at the dog, go away, I don't love you anymore, you need to go. I was like, oh. But can we also talk about how the kid just ran onto a ferry to nowhere? <laughs> 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 like, this ferry driver is just like, yeah, I'm just going to let this kid on this ferry who clearly has somebody chasing him with his dog, drive him to the middle of nowhere and just wait for him as he dumps this dog out <laughs> into the countryside? Like, what was that fairy, fairy, ma- fairy driver, fairy, sailor? I don't know. What fairy, do you- master. <laughs> fairy master. Fairy master. Sailor <laughs> seems a little much. I, no, I love it. Ca- I love captain. it. Captain. <laughs> uh, what is that guy thinking where he's just like, yep, kid and his dog out to this out to nowhere and kid this back. guy that guy's just there for a paycheck he does not give one shit he's just like whatever uh we're fine it doesn't yeah. matter all right i'm making the, my money here are the three things you need to know about being a ferry driver and he's like yeah oh that could be like a drug thing yeah maybe don't, he's just like making money off of like yeah. all the keep the boat smuggling. afloat yeah <laughs> two if a kid comes on with a dog don't ask any questions. <laughs> and if, or it's like one of those things, like those um, riddles where they're like, okay, so there's like a tiger, a cat, and a person. And <laughs> the tiger will eat the cat if you're left alone. And then you have to go back and you have to like do that whole thing where you're like, then the fairy driver's like, I just, I don't have the mental capacity for this. <laughs> so the dog, the dog and the basketball both yeah. need to get across. <laughs> The do- if the dog is left alone with the yeah, basketball, yeah, yeah, the dog yeah, will bounce yeah. the basketball out. If the yeah. dog is left, if the kid is left alone with the dog, the kid will abandon it in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. If the, the kid in the basket, yeah, that's so funny. That's great. Oh my god. Okay, so to to cap the, this, I would really the trial? Yes. yes, yes, of course, of course, of course. We need to talk about how. This children's movie ends in a court scene because out of nowhere, too. out of fucking out of outer space, it, it came from absolutely no place. I it was so jarring to me, and I was like, honestly, I I really preferred it when Judge Judy did it. You know what I mean? Like I preferred it. It was more heartwarming. I really felt it more, and it was a thirty second video. So did Judge Judy actually do something similar to this? To the um, let's see who's the dog owner, and the woman puts yeah. the dog down, and then it goes over to the real owner. It's like wow. is that a real Judge Judy clip? <gasps> Have we not seen this, guys? Come oh, on. Oh. Come on. It's the best one. It's the best one. <laughs> you, we really, I honestly, I'm sorry. I should have sent that out as a so pre, well. as a pre-watch. <laughs> I just assumed we had all seen the TV magic that is Judge Judy. I really like Judge Judy. But it's also like, okay, what is this dog going to go to? Uh, the man who perhaps feeds the dog beer? Because that's all we saw of the clown. Like, he had some food, but then he had, like, that windowsill full of Budweiser, which I thought was, like, funny, because it was just like, oh, Bud, we got it, Air Bud. Oh, Air Bud, I didn't even get that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Or, like, the kid who, like, feeds it SpaghettiOs. What's that dog going to prefer? Like, that dog is not getting fed well at the clown's house. The clown clearly does not have enough money to feed the dog SpaghettiOs. Actually, you know what it might Spaghettios are not expensive. <laughs> I, they might be more expensive than dog food, actually. That's I don't know. true. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, but this court scene is fucking ridiculous. First of all, the clown gets so disrespected. Like, it, the judge... He's in his Sunday best yes. suit. And he's, like, literally, like, the judge will call him nothing but the clown, the clown, the clown. And then they, for whatever reason, like, a, like it couldn't have been done within the confines of this courtroom. We bring everybody outside. 
his chair included. Like they literally had to set up shop outside. They get all of the townspeople somehow and everybody's cheering and booing. And it's just, it is the weirdest scene. To me, it was, it was close to not quite as bad, but it was close to, um, shark boy and lava girl where the parents are holding each other in the tornado and they're like reconciling. It's like, that's to me, it was like this Kate, where, what, how, why are we doing this? (laughs) And I love how it doesn't, it's in a courtroom, but it doesn't follow any legal proceedings. Like, like, Okay, legally, the dog does belong to this guy. But believe me, I am all for boy v. dog, you know, like (laughs) go to who it who it loves. I, I, I I was a boy. I had a dog boy and dog. I get it. Um, But then, like, he just takes suggestions from the coach, Arthur, who just happens to walk in to the court and just starts speaking. Uh and just he just the judge just accepts what he says as truth because he used to be an NBA player like yeah so legal scholar yeah for yeah sure. like nobody makes any legal arguments in this you, you didn't need to have this set in a court no <laughs> no there's so many other ways you could have put a bow on this and it's really dry, especially for a children's movie Yes. Like, why did we pick this weird, dark choice? <laughs> this needs we, we this should could've... pick it like, yeah, it should have been like the clowns, like, you know what? I realize at the end that you're a better home and I give you the dog rather Actually, than we oh. are stealing a dog from a clown. Yes. Yes. A rightful. <laughs> That's because oh, uh, th- there's a redemption arc for him, too. Right. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, if you love something, then you said like, uh, yeah. Yeah, this could have been wrapped up at the basketball game. You had all the components there. You had the coach. You had the audience booing and cheering. Mm-hmm. And the clown, I think, showed up at the end, right? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Final wet, basketball. Very mm-hmm. wet. Like, that could have, should have all just happened right there. Instead of this, they introduced this, like, wacky judge character five minutes before the end. <laughs> who, like, who, who needs his chair outside? <laughs> I'm like, that's an extra scene. Like, that cost hundreds of thousands of dollars just to film that one court scene that was clearly unnecessary. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's absolutely nuts. And, like, the, the clown's getting booed by people, and he's the legal owner of this <laughs> dog. I can't stress that enough that, like, as much as I like that the dog buddy gets along with the kid, in a court of law, that guy owns the dog. He should get his dog back. The judge. I I do think that bringing out the newspaper was a weird choice on his part. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. I had to like, "Mm, I'm going to rip this up because it's my oppression of like, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Like he ripped off the signs and you're like, okay, well, this is a this is a choice. I think they were just like, oh, the dog can actually one of his skills is ripping up paper. So we might want to include that 14 times in the movie. Mm -hmm. I like that this dog was like burying newspapers and had a thing against newspapers because I was like. How you did know what? They... I'm just getting that now. I did not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the. <laughs> this is a deep movie, Lex. This you is... gotta, be... yeah, gotta keep up. Otherwise, you're gonna miss all these subtle. I'm but really I just... bad at movies. I couldn't believe that the dog actually had the best backstory and character development. <laughs> if you really think about it, okay, half of this movie, half the dialogue was barking, which is <laughs> which tracks for a children's movie. And it was this dog. I was like, how did you, how are you able to write a more complex individual into this dog than you did every other single character in this movie? <laughs> Because they started with the dog. That's yeah. <laughs> we'll just build it around. Yeah, they're like, we've got this dog that can play basketball. Uh, that was the log line. Yeah, yeah, can we cast around that? Like, there's got to be some story. Okay, Rebecca, uh, which of the dogs would get the Oscar for that performance, do you think? Mm. Which of the, the old dog, the trick dog, the pretty dog, or the wide-eyed dog? I think the old dog, because they gave most of the emotional scenes to the old dog, because it was calmer, so it would yeah. sit there, and you could really see... You know what I mean? I felt like I could see the sadness in the dog's eyes. I really believe I, that dog yeah, deserves really an Oscar. 
<laughs> I really hated when the dog would like growl, but then its lip would get caught in its teeth. That was really distracting, and I was just like, I, ugh, I can't, I can't. Lexa doesn't that. like dogs. I don't like dogs. <laughs> what? Why did you choose Airbud? <laughs> because I also don't like action movies. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, there we go. And I was like, this uh, one seems like more fun. <laughs> Well, you weren't wrong. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a fun one. Uh, anything else we wanted to wrap no. up on this? So Mm-mm. I think it's time for our definitive ranking of how good <laughs> the villains are. Uh, Rebecca, what do you got for us? This um, uh, I've got newspapers you wouldn't want to be hit by. Um, from uh, Metro News to the Toronto Sun, I'm going to give Norm a national post, okay? <laughs> I really don't agree with any of your opinions, but I understand you're hurting. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, Lexa, what did you have? Um, I would say on a scale from Space Jam to the Harlem Globetrotters, I will give this a the man a tiny alien before they got really big. Nice. <laughs> One of those little tiny alien boys. Right, from Space Jam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah, so I also did uh, the clown... Um, and uh, I, I ranked him on the uh, the crazy stuff my dogs have done scale. Uh, so these are all real things that uh, dogs that I have owned or uh, or uh, been associated with have done. Uh, so from uh, hopping up on the kitchen counter and eating an entire tub of margarine and everything that implies for the dog's digestion uh, to attacking a running jigsaw, um, <laughs> or as Lexa says, kiss it. Uh, <laughs> running running power tool. It 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 bit it dog was fine by the way okay. uh, yeah, I, was like, I get yeah everyone's gonna be worried about that i give uh, i give the clown uh the dog drooling and vomiting so much that whenever you take her in the car uh, uh sorry she's drooling and vomits so much whenever you took her in the car that you need a shower curtain and a raincoat uh because it's definitely your dog but i understand why you might want to leave it at the side of the road <laughs> True. so that's my scale um, and before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, uh, a couple ways you guys can help out the podcast. Um, so as we mentioned off the top, this episode, Air Bud, was voted by our patrons for our audience choice episode. Once a month, we do a episode uh, that uh, our patrons vote on, all based on audience suggestions. And if you want your say in what uh, Rebecca and I uh, tackle next month, uh, you can head on over to patreon.com slash the villain was right. Um, you can sign up as a, uh, as a two-faced level patron and you will get um, not only early access to uh, episodes, you get them on Tuesday rather than th- Thursday, but you'll also get to vote on our monthly polls as to, to what we want to do. We also have higher tiers with uh, bonus, two bonus episodes every month. So we are now into September, uh, which means that we are doing, uh, I have my pick, which is Bad Times at the Al Royal, and uh, Rebecca has chosen uh, Cobra Kai, uh, so if that sounds like something you want to hear us talk about, you can sign up at patreon.com slash the villain was right for that as well. And as always, you can, <coughs> pardon me, hit us up on social media, uh, VWR podcast on Twitter, villain was right on Facebook and uh, villain was right at gmail.com. If you want to email us your suggestions, thoughts, comments, and as always, if you wouldn't mind just um, rating the podcast, if you haven't done that yet, please give us a little review, a little one sentence review. Let's other people see us and it gets us a couple more downloads. And now it is time for hero or villain of the week. Uh, and right now I've got a, I've got a very, ca- I'm almost positive I might have even done this one before, but it just needs to be repointed out. Okay, my hero of the week are postal workers. Okay, all of these postal workers or post officers, as we were discussing them before we started. I love that term. I'm going to call them all post officers now. Um, dude, honestly, has really like kind of saved me in the sense of like I don't want. I sometimes you just don't want to go out, right? And sometimes I go on a little splurgy splurge. You know what I mean? You get a little sad. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's a specific week of the month. I have no idea. But then I just start going. Ooh, I want to buy that. 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 And I just feel so bad for these people because I'm like, you guys are such crazy heroes for like just like trudging through that. I will say with the caveat, I've never, I I have not ordered off Amazon all year. Okay, local, local, local. 
mm-ish. <laughs> <laughs> but I always go directly to the website. But I just want to say that postal workers are my heroes right now. You guys are doing like such a big job for what's going on right now. Uh, much appreciation. Even if dogs don't like you, I do. Okay, and I'm here for you. I love you. Thank you so much for dropping off my... 10 packages this week. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Especially uh, the one that uh, several months ago, I'm sure you've talked about it on the podcast, where he came up the stairs and then... And then biffed it. Had a mighty tumble. Yeah, oh my <laughs> God. I had a guy, yeah, this... this guy at Christmas I had bought or no it was right before Christmas I had uh, bought a PS4 online so like not you know what I mean like (laughs) he literally was like I have to drop this off at the door because it's like an expensive you know what I mean you can't exactly but you can tell it's from Best Buy you know what it is Um, so he and I'm up the stairs he gets up the stairs starts walking I close the door and all I hear is I was like oh no 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 um, and I poked my head out and he was like gone. And I was like, okay, if he's, if he's gone, then uh, he maybe is fine. And I saw him the next day with Lex and I was like, dude, are you okay? Like, are you all right? And he was like, no, I was fine. I caught myself and it was just like mostly my feet just hitting it. But I was like, we could hear that. Yes. I was so stressed out for like 24 hours of like, I injured a man because I wanted a PS4. Like that's all that was going through my head the entire time. Anyway. Yeah. Stressful. Uh, you guys are the greatest. Thank you so much for your very, very hard work. Uh, and on to Lexa. What do you got for us? Alexa? Um, well, you told me about this yesterday. Um, I will say the villain of my week was I went to a patio for the first time uh, in COVID yesterday with my friends who are like all practicing proper-ish social distancing. Um, and the villain of the week was the man who joined us and immediately when I met him went in for a handshake. Oh. What? Oh. <laughs> Those, yeah, are, th- those are illegal now, I think. <laughs> and I had, like, just washed my hands, but I didn't know what to do, so I did it anyway, and I was like, ugh. And then he definitely went on to talk about it. He's like, okay, but, uh, so it's not, like, real, real. And you're like, oh, no. Uh, yeah. yeah. He was, like, trying to use, like, science talking points to us, but we were like, no, 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 we, under- we actually understand science. It's just your conclusions are absolutely incorrect. Why you don't think that this is a serious thing, so. Yeah, so that oh, was the, God. That's the a pretty good movie. villain, honestly. That's, yeah, there's not even anything I could really say about <laughs> and that. And I was That's like, I was like definitely the- six feet away from that man, I would yes. say, <laughs> <laughs> on that picnic table. I was like, mm, I don't know about this. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I think we've all, we've all, I think we've all have and probably will be facing villains like that more and more as we open <laughs> up. It's such a weird, it, yeah, such a weird thing. Um, yeah, it's a good one. I uh, I decided this maybe not, won't be so funny, but I think it might be a little slightly sentimental. So I decided to tell the story uh, of my hero of the first dog we ever had, uh, which was not our dog. Um, so when we <laughs> we stole moved, from clown. <laughs> Uh, almost. Uh, we stole from a neighbor. So when we first moved in uh, to our uh, to a new house in like a new subdivision, so there weren't like trees or anything like that around. It was basically like wide open. And when we started, our do- our neighbors had this dog who was always tied up on their back porch. And like as we're running around as kids, we're like so scared of this dog at first because every time he'd run by, it would just like bark at you, right? Which is of course what dogs do. Um, but as time went on, we realized that it's barking at us because it's lonely and it wants us to come over. So we started befriending this dog to the point where our neighbors started asking us to take care of it uh, when they went away on vacation, like feed it and whatnot, which was fine. And like, you know, we always loved dogs as a kid, but hadn't had one up to this point. And uh, they did that a few times. So like they would go away in the summer. But one time it turned out that our vacation was going to overlap a bit, right? So uh, my parents asked, it's like, we can take care of the dog, but we're heading up to our cottage for like a week um, uh, d- while you're away. Is it okay with you if we take your dog with us? And they were like, sure. So we loaded this dog into uh, our car and drove it up to our cottage. And this dog, Sam was her name. She was so 
old. She was so fat. She was so fat that when she laid on her side, her legs didn't touch. Like she was, we <laughs> called it the dead cow because her legs would just stick straight uh, out. But she, this dog smelled the high, like would fart all the time. Just the grossest thing. Would do that thing that apparently Lexa hates where like, it just would like, her lip would just catch on mm. the snaggle tooth. And she'd just be like walking around like that. Had like, as she got older, she got like uh, these little cataracts in her eyes. So she always had this like blank stare on her and everything like that. Would just snort like a pig. Like she would just <laughs> like sit there and be like, <laughs> as she's sleeping and stuff. So like not the cutest dog you've ever met, but we took this, uh, this old dog up to our cottage for this um, vacation and she came alive. Like she would run up and down this hill and was like chasing squirrels all day. Um, this dumb, dumb dog. She's like this old hound. And she would chase a squirrel up a tree and then just sit under the tree for hours, barking like once a minute. So she would be like, woof, woof, like trying to scare this squirrel down, not realizing that it's a forest and the squirrel is long gone. Like <laughs> the squirrel went up the tree and uh, over to another one and is gone. So she would just sit there for hours. And so it started to be, so she loved this trip so much that for a couple years afterwards, we would take her on vacation whether or not our neighbors were home or not. We would just be like, can we take your dog on vacation? <laughs> so we kind of like adopted her in that sense. And this poor thing, so because the neighbors knew that we liked her so much, they stopped tying her up. And she just started like wandering around between the two houses and would like come to our front door uh, during like thunderstorms and things like that because she was so scared and she'd paw at the door and we'd be like, we can't let this dog stay out in this thunder. So we'd let her in the house and she just started sleeping <laughs> in our house all the time. And like, we just let her out at like when we went to bed so that like she was outside when like our neighbors gave her breakfast in the morning. And like, it got to the point where our neighbors had to be like, can you please stop? taking your dog into our house we were looking for her the other day and like we couldn't find her um and uh yeah so that was kind of like we sort of uh we sort of adopted old sam and uh that was that was the first dog that we ever had which was not our dog we just kind of that's super cute yeah Mm -hmm. i miss old sam uh she's very cute um yeah but that's uh i think that does it for us uh lexa where can people uh reach you Anything to promote? Uh, yeah, my website, uh, Nature Journal, which Craig writes for and Rebecca also writes for <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> casual. Just the one time. The We're one. real casual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is a uh, science and grad school satire site, so it's it's been called by not me uh, The Onion for Science. Um, and uh, we're on all the social media uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Denature Journal. And then I'm really only on Twitter and I don't tweet a lot, but you can follow me at Lexa Grammar on Twitter. Yeah, for sure. And check out Denatured. It's it's quite, it's quite funny. Great. It's great. Definitely check out Denatured. Yeah. And we'll be sure to retweet it uh, so you know where to find it if you can't find it online. Um, as always, you can always follow me at Rebecca Reads at anything of your choosing. Um, I'm on and off. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. And of course, you can reach me at uh, Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, uh, CraigFay.com for show dates, which might be happening again yeah. soon. We'll see. Uh, and as always, uh, I do have my uh, series, uh, Craig Fay Builds a Clock. Um, three episodes out now, possibly four. Who knows if I get my act together? Uh, at uh, youtube.com slash Comedy for that. Um, you can check that out. And until next time, this is everybody from The Villain Was Right reminding you there should definitely be a rule about dogs playing basketball. <laughs> The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>